I will tell his majesty what a king is. A king does not abide within his tents while his men bleed and die upon the field. A king does not dine while his men go hungry, nor sleep when they stand at watch upon the wall. A king does not command his men's loyalty through fear, nor purchase it with gold. He earns their love by the sweat of his own back and the pains he endures for their sake. That which comprises the harshest burden, a king lifts first and sets down last. A king does not require service of those he leads, but provides it to them. He serves them, not they him. An excerpt from Gates Fire by Stephen Pressfield. Mm-hmm. Page 412. Page 412. Um, hmm. Hmm. What's up, Dirty Cones? What's up, Dirty Cones? A leader who serves. Yes. Isn't there a style of leadership called uh, servant leadership? Yes. 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 You have to be willing to work with your people at their level, no matter if where you are in the world, whatever job you have, if you have any kind of management or whatever, you work with your people at their level, always. Because, like it says, they, you win their love by the sweat of your back. It's better to have people love you than fear you? Absolutely. I agree with that one. Yes. I always, people are like, it's better to be feared or loved. Oh, I'd rather be feared. Oh, no, no, you don't. That weak-minded... Mm-hmm. Totalitarianism wants to be feared. Yeah. Everybody else should want to be loved. Yes. That's how you. That's how you teach, and that's how you learn. It's a. It feels both sides. It's unnatural not to love. It is unnatural not to love. But a lot of people do. Uh, yeah. Too many. Mm-hmm. I also think for for uh, most of the Western world being Christian, mm-hmm. uh, Jesus was a servant. Indeed, he was service before self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can go at, I think, Muhammad, mm-hmm. Buddha, Buddha yeah. you know, all the so many. bodhisattvas that could have gone to enlightenment, but instead stayed here and tried to help out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Till the end. Take care of your people, and your people take care of you. It's true. Because yeah. you build rapport, you build trust, you build consistency in the way you lead, in the way you behave, in the way you work when no one's looking. Think of extreme ownership from uh, Jocko Willink. Exactly. Praise in public, and if it's if it went wrong, it's my fault. Yeah. Not what your did, people's fault. No. What did I do wrong? Yeah. To not enable you to succeed every time. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. How about I'll let you randomly okay. pick? I'm gonna go to the index. Are you near the index? It's a uh, handwritten index. And let's see here. Ooh, let's go to 265. It's indexed as opposite of fear. All right, so that is a really, really good one. But I, I worry about too much. What are we giving away at the end of the book? Oh, okay. Like, cause it's it's oh. it's mm. kind of the whole basis of the whole book. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, the opposite of fear. Oh, well, yeah. It's okay. a beautiful statement. Okay, we'll hold off on that one. Let's <clears> look at how about the valor of free men. Oh, the Valor of Free Men. Yeah, I was gonna go with that one. Okay. And or after mm-hmm. there's there's one where Leonidas explains why he chose the three hundred. Oh really? Yeah. Is that indexed? It might be. It's the last 
part of the story, but but go to the Valor of Freeman because that's a good one. Okay, let's go to one. It's gonna be a one thirty-five. Let's see here. Okay. Oh, let's see here. So I'll read the last paragraph. Okay. It says, "Let those we spared this day stand beside us in line of battle on that day when we teach the Persian once and for all what valor free men can bring to bear against slaves, no matter how vast their numbers or how fiercely they are driven on by their child king's whip." So um, they had to go have a battle. Mm-hmm. Actually, we were listening to last night, Antihiron. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And they didn't want to fight them, but mm-hmm. if they didn't bring them under their rule now mm-hmm. they were getting ready to turn themselves over to um the Persian king oh, okay. mm-hmm. so they went to go get it now mm-hmm. before they had a chance to sell them out mm-hmm. and so as soon as the battle was done mm-hmm. he rang the horns and was like hey mm-hmm. send the runners mm-hmm. come bring your people we'll help mm-hmm. no longer are we enemies we're friends oh. <clears throat> and I always kind of dug that because like um there's a really good Bing Crosby um, statement after World War II, mm-hmm. and he's talking about how we should be gracious winners and that we should move on from this horrible thing as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also think back to, like, after the Civil War, uh, all those guys were pardoned. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people complain about that and say that, you know, they were terrorists, they were bad people, they needed to be punished more mm-hmm. and we kind of already been all right. punished anyway right. so I'm not saying that, that you know I mean there were people who committed war atrocities and, and things and you know but your normal average day soldier mm-hmm. whether Japanese German American mm-hmm. Palestinian whatever they're just doing the the orders of the dudes above them right. so you know, right, right. Unless, unless they're a seal who goes around stabbing people, right. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> what's the intention? Yeah. Of the act. Yeah. And yeah. So, you know, the the valor of free men. What won't you do? Because how sweet is freedom? Mm-hmm. Versus, you know, if I'm whipping you and forcing you to go fight. You know, all right, well, so dudes being drafted for Vietnam versus now you're all voluntary force. Right. You know, if you want to do this job, you have to volunteer for it. Mm-hmm. Nobody's forcing anybody. Right. Because conscripted people don't fight as well. Mm-hmm. No, you're getting two completely different people, personalities, ethnic motivation, everything. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. So, it has a lot that, you know, translates to every to, to now. It's such an old story, but not much has changed. Yeah. What's well, a human nature, it's, you know, there, there's a really good line where it's talking about, you know, his, his shield mm-hmm. arm, you know, his shield isn't for him. His shield is for the man beside him. You know, it's to protect his buddy. Yeah. And it's all about the other people. Yeah. Include, you know, so the word dais uh-huh. coming from um, a duality, two, two is one, one is none. If we work together as a team, 
such as a duo or a dais or as quoted in Star Wars yesterday, a dyad. Yes. Right? Balance to the Force was a male and a female. Yes, it was. No, I'm not, not every situation is going to be balanced by a male. It might be two females. It might be whatever your strengths and weaknesses are. So yeah. your team can be anybody and everybody as long as they're a good teammate. Yeah. Good battle buddies. Good battle buddies. Um, somebody that, you know, doesn't have the same weakness as you. Yeah. And if I don't have the same weakness as you, yeah. then we're totally covered. Yep. Because, you know, it's like in the Matrix when... Neo and Trinity are in that club yeah. and, and they've got their guns yeah. like that and they're both covering both sides uh-huh. <laughs> so realistic no but no, but, but in theory yeah. very cool idea very cool idea we could totally do that yeah. yeah you know are you going to be my if someone pulls a gun on me in the club you know are you going to I'm ready I'm from Texas so that's a for those of you who don't know that joke um, I have a friend who has a sister who's hardcore uh, Vato Loco here in San Antonio uh-huh. and her and her boyfriend's uh, test or um, uh-huh. standard of love is you know if, uh-huh. if I get into it in the club how do I know you're going to pull my gun and have my back and I'm looking at her going, what the... <laughs> I'm like, you live in San Antonio. You're not going to need to pull your gun in the club and fight your way out. I mean, uh, maybe. Maybe a bar down there, but... But not your normal... Not your average club. Yeah, you know, it's not like... Yeah, San Antonio. It's very funny. So, that's just... Well, it's good to know. my basis is... Like for best friend, you know, there's the will I pee on you? Yeah. If you're cold and share, you know, if I love you, then I'll save it. Yeah. But then there's the terrorist, um, uh, prisoner's dilemma. Uh, that is a dilemma. It is. Maybe we'll go into it some other day. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. So remind me, we'll okay. do the prisoner's dilemma. Well, the prisoner's dilemma with terrorists. Yeah. It's a deluxe edition question. Oh, I like question. it. I like it. You know, it's, it's a been, edition. It's been upped from, you know, just jail. Okay. <laughs> All right, so grab another, like another passage, okay, please. Okay, back to the index. How about... Hmm. Well, we can't do that. We already talked about it. A Secret of Warriors? Ooh. How do you feel about that? That's a good one. Okay, we're going to... I'll fill it in as... Okay. Alright. It's pretty self-explanatory. Okay. There is a secret all warriors share, so private that none dare give it a voice, save only to those mates drawn dearer than brothers by the shared ordeal of arms. This is the knowledge of the hundred acts of his own cowardice, the little things that no one sees, the comrade who fell and cried for aid. Did I pass him by? Choose my skin over his... That was my crime, of which I accused myself in the tribunal of my heart, and there condemn myself as guilty. All a man wants is to live. This before all. 
to cling to breath to survive. If I am not for me, then who will be? But if I am only for me, then what have I gained? Right. That is a great passage. That is a really... I, and I mean, it, did I get the ET tube quick enough? Did I get the tourniquet quick enough? Did I return fire quick enough? Did I... All the things that you wonder... Should I? Could I? Would I? Why didn't I? Yeah. And she's like, but you do the best you can. Yeah. And as long as you do the best you can, you know, nobody knows what you're going to do uh, the first time you're in a firefight. Nobody knows what you're going to do the first time. You know, the first time I got shot at, froze. Stopped. Didn't move. Just was like, uh-uh. But I was lucky. Uh-huh. Because I was 19, yeah. and I was a bouncer at a bar, yeah. and so it was okay for me to be frozen there, because the next time that I got shot at, I didn't freeze. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. something that you think traumatic has happened to you, mm-hmm. or your parents beat you too much, or you're just like, ah. Yeah. Did it kill you? Right. No. no. That which does not kill you only makes you stronger. Yeah. And if you take the win from whatever happens, did I survive? Yeah. Did I do the best I could? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did I did I hear that dude calling for help and I didn't go help him? Okay, then I'm a shitbag. Yeah. Okay, I'm not gonna do that again. Or you know whatever you fix it. Yeah. Um, you know, like watching Star Wars. I mean, you know, the dude killed his dad. Mm-hmm. Basically, killed his mother with killed yeah. her heart. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but found redemption in the end. So, if you meet the Buddha, kill the Buddha. Yeah, that way you'll know. That way you'll know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's a really <clears throat> good one. Yeah. And I, thinking about how if you take pride, take pride in, not because you're all pride, proudful and full of ego, but take pride in everything you do. As if someone, as if you're being graded, as if you're being watched, the way you do all your things, take pride in that. The way you help your fellow man. But it's not, so you don't have to ask stuff. Just enough to get by. Just enough to say, I completed the project or did said task. It's not enough. Going above and beyond more than. Always do one more. Always do one more. One more, let's see. Okay. Um, how about the opposite of tears? No, not yet. Not yet. Okay. Um, let's see. How about halves of men? Say again? Halves of men? Halves of men. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a really good one. And it actually goes along with the one that you just read. Yeah, it was near Valor. Okay, so we're going to 131. Okay. When a man seats before his eyes the bronze face of his helmet and steps off from the line of departure, he divides himself. As he divides his ticket in two parts, 
one part he leaves behind, that part which takes delight in his children, which lifts his voice in the chorus, which clasps his wife to him in the sweet darkness of their bed. That half of him, the best part, a man sets aside and leaves behind. He banishes from his heart all feelings of tenderness and mercy, all compassion and kindness, all thought or concept of the enemy as a man, a human being like himself. He marches into battle bearing only the second portion of himself, the baser measure, that half which knows slaughter and butchery and turns the blind eye to quarter. He could not fight at all if he did not do this. Ooh, that's great. Oh, and so true. Those halves. So the halves were... Because if you're dead, you might get looted. Mm-hmm. But if you're dead and you just got this piece of wood that's broken half, it's really the idea where dog tags came from. Mm-hmm. So before the battle, they would break mm-hmm. the wood mm-hmm. and then... Um, attach it to there and then leave one okay. and so at the end of the battle they would call and then they would come back and fit the wood and then mm-hmm. if the guy was dead okay. they'd be able to figure out who it was okay. mm-hmm. um, so yeah So, but in, in essence mm-hmm. leaving yourself behind to go do what you gotta do mm-hmm. because mind over matter Yeah. you don't matter all that precious tenderness that cannot go with you into that field. It has to be primal. Survival. Focus. But with a moral compass. Isn't, with I a mean, moral you compass. Know, right. You don't go out and do whatever exactly. stuff. Right. You don't leave your morality <clears throat> yeah. and ethics behind. Right. But yeah. you do leave happy. Yeah, the best parts. You know, how do you do your underwaters? You just go. How do you do this? You just do it. You just... Everything is... And not forgetting about that part that you're leaving behind. Like, you're going back to it. It still exists. And you get to go back into that and live that. And it'll always be there. And it'll always be there. It's that treasure. And it might even be better because having been to places where you've lost that or not been able to have it Mm -hmm. make you go, hmm, you know what? I really appreciate being free and happy and... You know, so I think if you can get people to understand uh, and appreciate life without having to go almost lose it, mm-hmm. how much happier would you be? Oh my gosh! Yeah. You know, I I think I learned at an early was it the acupuncture place you were talking about? No, it's no. Was it not? If you're looking for acupuncture in San Antonio, it's we know of some places. We do. So. That is good. Um, but so back to... Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Coming back. You... Well, I... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Appreciate... <laughs> everything. Mm-hmm. And, and I've always been appreciative. But I think it... Comes from... Like a young, early age of... Being helped by people. Or relying on people, or the miracle of people to yeah. help me. Yeah. You know, um, priests and teachers and neighbors and random people that I meet, and mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. So it's very um, interesting. 
Well, and having the awareness and, and making the, the, the decision to notice it and be grateful for it. Because, you know, some, some people just, they don't even take the time to notice the help that's been given or someone they gave them a hand or just whatever. See, I don't understand how you can't, like, the, the connection of the dots... Yeah, and if you keep seeing them, you'll see even more. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And there'll be more and more, and where did, mm-hmm. how did that, and this person helped me do this so I could do that, and then that helped this person, and then continued on down, and everybody, you know, painted for it. So we're talking, we're talking about connecting dots mm-hmm. and we're talking about like things. Yeah. So I think of, um, well, I was almost in a car accident or I was in a car accident mm-hmm. and all these horrible things happened, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but I'm not dead. Right. You know, okay, okay. You're not dead. What lesson did you learn? What came out of it? What do you need to do? Why are you still here? You almost died. But you didn't die, so you still have a purpose. What is that purpose? Find that purpose. Yeah. And and then that's a, another even easier way to be grateful because you've figured out why you're here. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, like, well, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. And, but so many people um, afraid to either ask that question or, or connect that dot. Yeah. You know, and it's like right there. Right. You survived. Yeah. Just, and now look. Yep. And now look. Like we were talking to someone a few weeks ago who just couldn't be taken out of that negative thought pattern. Right. So it didn't... It tried every, to, every rope you threw like to, to help... Shielded, like wouldn't take it in. Yeah. And when you, if you get yourself to that point, you, you got to kind of shake yourself awake. Because that's the dark side. But it's never too late to come back find your purpose or a purpose or a new purpose or to look at those dots or repurpose yourself and repurpose yourself that's even a more fun thing to do yeah mm-hmm. what else can you be used for yeah uh, you know in our in my med rock we didn't like to carry anything that couldn't be used at least for two things mm-hmm. and if it could do three things that was even better mm-hmm. so everything had to be multi-purpose and not just one in a million mm-hmm. but everyone was fine well, I carried a lot. <laughs> you carried that one in a million, and then that one in a million mm-hmm. came in handy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, thank you, Mr. Stephen Pressfield, for thank writing you. such wonderful books. Gates of Fire, yes. And uh, thank you for listening. Thanks, Cones. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.